In fact, you would have to be told what kind of boat it was. But still, Kitty went on. She couldn't ask for help, not now. Mum and Dad were making supper together when at last, much, much later, Kitty rushed into the kitchen. Come and see my boat, she shouted. Boat? asked Mum. I thought it was a galleon. Ah, just wait and see, smiled Kitty. Dad and Mum followed her into the sitting room, where Dan was standing by the small table laughing. It's not a galleon, he spluttered. It's a wreck. Dad hid a grin. Mum looked anxiously at Kitty, expecting her to shout and scream. But instead she said, That's right. It was a strange but interesting sight. On an old piece of board lay the galleon, on its side. One of the masts was hanging off, the other was broken. Bits of rigging lay scattered around, and the little paper flags drooped sadly. Kitty had painted the board sandy yellow, and stuck bits of wood and shells higgledy-piggledy all over it, so that it looked like the sea floor, cried Dad, suddenly understanding. Ooh, just look at the skeleton, whispered Mum. Once at Halloween, Kitty had been given a pair of plastic skeleton joke earrings, and now one of them was lying near the boat, a few tiny circles of paper near its outstretched fingers. Pieces of eight, you see, Kitty explained. Well, dear, said Mum, I must say I think you've been very imaginative to do all this. Yes, said Dad. It reminds me of all the stories about shipwrecks I used to read. Kitty looked rather superior. Yes, well, I told you I knew how to make the kit. But then I thought it was just a bit too easy, so I'd turn it into something more, um, interesting, like this. And Daniel was the only one who didn't believe her. I know it's mine. Mum was in a good mood for some reason and Kitty always tried to take advantage of that. It was a beautiful sunny day, and as they passed the toy shop, Kitty pointed to the display of water guns in the window. These were big, black, and fierce-looking, much better than ordinary water pistols. Look, Mum, said Kitty, if I had one of those, Daniel and I could put on our swimming things and cool off in the garden, and you wouldn't have to take us to the pool. Oh, please! And to her amazement, Mum said yes. So now Kitty owned a splendid water gun, and couldn't wait to go next door and show William. She put on her bathing costume, filled the gun with water, and ran through the gap in the fence. She planned to call his name by the kitchen door, wait until he came out, then give him a good soaking. She grinned to think of his wet clothes. William! she yelled. Just coming! came his voice from inside. Kitty waited. Suddenly William dashed out, wearing his swimming trunks and spraying water all around. Kitty squealed as she was showered, then her jet of water hit him full in the face. Then they stopped and looked at each other in amazement. They had the same water gun. Oh, this is going to be fun, grinned Kitty. Hands up or I fire, yelled William. Soon they were chasing each other all over the garden and keeping both families at bay, because they were afraid of getting wet. 
Once or twice they put down their guns and had a rest, and then William took both to be refilled at his kitchen tap. Then the games would start again in the hot sunlight. Then something began to go wrong with one of the guns. It wasn't broken, exactly. They just didn't fire such a good, strong jet as the other one. Kitty squeezed and squeezed, but that seemed to make it worse. While the jet from William's gun almost knocked her off her feet. He roared with laughter. Kitty didn't like it. Give me that gun, she ordered. Why should I? Because it's mine, she said. No, it's not. Besides, how can you tell? William held up the gun. Both were identical, of course. I just know it's mine, said Kitty. You picked it up by mistake. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. They were quarrelling so loudly that William's big sister Sally came out to see what was the matter. She shook her head. Really, Kitty, she said. I don't see how you can say this one's yours. You're just on his side because you're his sister. Then Daniel came and joined them and said exactly the same thing as Sally. Well, I think you should be on my side because you're my brother, sniffed Kitty. Sally shrugged. Well, William, why don't you let Kitty have a go with your gun? She said. Why should I? He said crossly. Anyway, I know it's my gun, shouted Kitty. Then, hearing the noise, both mums came out and asked what was going on. The children explained. I wish I'd never bought the wretched thing, said Kitty's mum. So do I, said William's mum, and sighed. Then Kitty's mum held out both hands. Give me the guns, she commanded. The children obeyed, and she hid both guns behind her back. She seemed to be trying to swap them over. But that might have been a trick. Now, she said, Daniel and Sally, choose one and say if you can see any difference. The two older children did as she asked and inspected the guns. Of course, they could not tell them apart. Now everybody looked at Kitty. Kit, are you sure you know which is yours? asked Mum. Kitty nodded, a bit slowly. All right, then show us, said Daniel. By now Kitty was confused, but wouldn't show it. She reached out and took the gun Sally was holding. All right, now fire it, said William, standing beside her with the other gun. But when they squeezed the triggers, the gun Kitty was holding sent out a really feeble spray, half the length of William's. Suddenly she felt silly and wanted to cry. There, you see, said her brother. But I don't think this one's mine, she said, really quietly. Then William surprised everyone. No, he said in a very grown-up voice, it probably isn't. But you don't know for sure, and nor do I. So I've got an idea, Kitty. What's that? she sniffed. You have that gun for today, and tomorrow we'll swap. We'll say neither is yours or mine. Kitty smiled through her tears, and everyone looked relieved. I'll tell you one thing I do know, she said. What's that? I know you're my nicest friend, said Kitty.